Hey, and welcome to the first episode of Pioneer Crossing. I'm Adam Knott. So I wanted to use this first episode to talk about something that I find really fascinating, something that I'm probably the most excited for in the near future, and that is autonomous cars or uh, self-driving cars or robotic cars, whatever you want to call them. There's, there's a few names for them right now. People have been working on building self-driving cars for quite a while. The The idea of self-driving cars has been around since like the, the 1920s. Uh, I know in 1970s, I think the late 1970s in Japan, they started actually building uh, working prototypes. I remember as a kid watching something on TV. It was probably the mid-90s. And somebody had built a, a prototype that was this massive box that they set on top of a van and it had cameras all around it and the camera could see the lines in the road and it could see it would recognize large moving object objects as cars because you know AI wasn't that great back then and uh, so it had to be kind of more um, had to be more there's a war I'm looking for here that I'm not finding generic it had to be more generic about what it sees and they, they kind of said how this box could potentially be on any car. And so they, they did a demo of it, uh, of this van driving down the road and it drove really slow as it maneuvered through traffic, but it worked. And I remember my little, uh, my little brain just being so like excited about that being in the future. I also didn't comprehend that concepts, concept vehicles and concept technology wasn't necessarily something that was going to spring to life anytime soon. So I always thought that self-driving cars were right around the corner and now they really are. They're, they're happening right now. And so it's something that's very exciting for me, something I've been waiting a long time for and I'm thrilled that it's finally happening. But there's a lot that's going to be coming up. And so in this, uh, in this episode, I want to split it into two categories. I want to talk about the things that I expect to see with self-driving cars, uh, things that I'm pretty sure are going to be happening. But then I also want to go into a category of things that I would like to see. Maybe things that aren't expected, but would be a really good benefit to self-driving cars. So as far as things that I expect to see, and some of these things are kind of uh, what you would expect from self-driving cars. So the first thing being uh, safety. I think that everyone will be a lot safer with self-driving cars on the road. There's a, a lot of arguments here. Um, I know that computers aren't perfect, but I would trust a computer as a calculator more than a person as a calculator. So times that by a million or however many calculations are happening every moment with a self-driving car. And a computer seems a lot more trustworthy. And I'm not saying computers are perfect. I'm not saying that nothing will go wrong. I, I, I'm not saying people won't die still but I think the body count will be a lot, a lot less than what we're used to seeing. And that alone would be a, is enough for me to want self-driving cars to happen. Uh, another thing, and this has to do kind of along, along those same lines, 
is the ability to rush through traffic safer. So right now, the self-driving cars that are on the road, or the, the concepts that have been coming out, they send out a lot of different types of signals, uh, and they get a lot of feedback from the area around them. They can see it around blind corners, which is a huge benefit. And because of that, they'll be able to push through traffic a lot easier. This would be especially beneficial for emergency response vehicles. Uh, you think about uh, fire trucks kind of having to get through traffic or even police chases. Uh, if you imagine a police chase going down, those are, all we, those are already high risk situations. And if these self-driving cars were prepared for that, then they could get through traffic a lot better. Uh, it would also be nice if even the consumer cars had maybe an emergency button that would allow them to go faster through traffic, maybe trying to rush to the hospital for one reason or another. That would be cool. We'll add to this, and another thing that I would, I don't know if I would actually expect to see this, but this is something I would like to see, but I feel like I put it in this category just because it ties in better with the safety situation. I would like to see car-to-car -car communication. Now that's not to say that I want to be in my car and be able to talk to the person in the car next to me, but I want the cars themselves to be able to communicate with each other. So for example, let's say you do have an emergency, an emergency response vehicle coming up behind you. The car, if the cars are communicating, then all the cars already know to pull off to the side of the road and prepare for that, that emergency response coming through. It would also help with traffic jams. If there's something way up ahead, all the cars can communicate back. They can relay messages back and forth so that uh, the cars way back can maybe change route or slow down accordingly. And I think ultimately it'd be a lot more helpful if the cars could talk to each other. This is also a hard task to complete, I think, because I feel like it would require companies to work together to build something, like separate companies. Kind of like saying Xbox and PlayStation should make a gaming console together. It's not likely to happen, it's possible, but not likely. And so maybe it will though. I know that, was it Volvo I think that invented the three-point seatbelt which we use today? And instead of patenting it and licensing out to companies, they gave the, the the patent away pretty much they, they just said everyone use it because it's a safety feature and it's very important maybe something like that will happen with this car-to-car -car communication that'll make it easier hopefully the next thing I would expect to see with cars is charging stations to be really simple and by that I mean they a car could just pull up onto a pad of some sort and start to charge none of this having to get out plug something in and then walking away. I think ultimately cables are going to be a thing of the past, hopefully. And with self-driving cars, I don't think it's different. I think, uh, yeah, just being able to drive onto a pad and starting to charge. Along those same lines, I think self-driving cars will be able to automatically find charge stations based off of their current charge. This isn't a hard thing to do. Let's say your car is in route somewhere and you're going you know, long distance, and it, it sees, hey, it's dead, it could automatically pull off, charge, get back on the road when it's ready to go. 
instead of, and you never have to get out of the car. You never have to, to do anything manually to make that happen. It would just do it. I definitely expect that to happen. I don't think people are going to own cars very much. I think some people own them, but owning a car would be kind of like owning a property that you Airbnb out. So cars would be Ubered out, I guess is the best way to say it, or you know, a, a ride shared out. So if somebody owned a car, it'd likely be for the benefit of making them money. What I expect to happen is, let's say someone does own a car, in the morning, it takes them to work. While they're at work, it's not sitting there in the parking lot, it's going around picking up ride shares, making money as it goes, stopping at charge stations if it needs to, because it knows to do that. When you're off of work, maybe you have an app or maybe you just have it timed where it comes back, takes you home. After you get home, it goes back out and again, starts to ride share. Maybe if you need it to somewhere during that time, you can call it back, you know, go to the grocery store, whatever you need to do. But owning a car just to have sitting around in your driveway or in your garage or sitting in your work parking lot, I don't think it's gonna happen. Um, but I don't think people are just gonna be able to say, you know, I've got this car, ride share it out. I think they're gonna have to connect with a larger company, sort of how Uber and Lyft kind of put private taxi businesses out of, or private taxi companies out of business. I don't think somebody would survive on their own just sending out their car to do ride shares. They'd have to join a bigger company. That company would organize, you know, the, the rides, the app, do all the heavy lifting, which in my opinion is a good thing. And then the owner of the car would just get a cut of that amount. I think calling for a car, calling for a ride share is going to be a lot cheaper than owning a vehicle. So if you look at the, the all the costs of owning a vehicle, you've got your initial cost or your monthly payments, you've got gas, you've got insurance, you've got maintenance, all those things combined, I think the day-to-day -day cost of ride sharing will be significantly cheaper than that to the point where it's way more worth it to just call for a ride than to own a car. Plus cars will be running mostly off electricity, which different podcasts probably, but I feel like that's going to be a lot cheaper as well to, to get that. So ultimately your car is working for you. If you decide to own a car, if you don't decide to own a car, then it's going to be cheap for you. I have more on this in, in a little bit on the, in the other category of things that I would like to see, but for now that that's all I'll hit there. Another thing that I think might be hard to, hard to deal with at first is sharing the road with manual drivers. And I don't mean manual transmission. I mean, manual drivers as in you know people using their hands and their feet to, to drive a car like we, we currently do how do you make self-driving cars safe when there's other cars on the road that are being driven manually and are unpredictable first of all I think there will always be a market for manually driven cars I don't think manually driven cars are gonna just disappear I think that they'll always be around but I think they'll be sold as recreational vehicles or more so in that category. Maybe there'll be a new category, but for now I think that it's safe to say that there'll be more recreational vehicles. People who love to drive are gonna own manual driving cars. 
and they'll be produced less and less, meaning they'll be a little bit more expensive. I think self-driving cars will eventually get cheaper than manually driven cars. And this could be like off-roading vehicles and stuff like that. But on those same categories, motorcycles. I personally drive a motorcycle and I don't see any joy in driving a self-driving motorcycle. Motorcycles are meant to be fun. And so I don't think that's gonna be, I don't think self-driving motorcycles are gonna take off. They might, people might try to make them, they might kind of start up, but ultimately what's the point of a, of a self-driving motorcycle? Motorcycles are meant to be fun, so you're not gonna change that. But I do think motorcycles will add features that self-driving cars kind of have. For motorcycles specifically, I think they'll be auto-balancing, so you don't have the, the risk of tipping over. And I think you'll also have certain braking smarts, like smarts like, like self-driving cars have. But you'll always have the option of acceleration and braking and leaning and steering. Those are the enjoyable things about a motorcycle. The wind in your hair, the, the two wheels on the ground. And I don't think the motorcycle market's going away, with self-driving cars at least. So, manual driving with self-driving cars on the road, I think there's a lot to work on there, but I think it's gonna be possible, especially if self-driving cars can communicate with each other. So, if they can, then a self-driving car would know which cars it can't communicate with, which drivers it can't talk to, and say, oh, those are manual, manually driven cars, and then it could communicate accordingly, and or not communicate, it could adjust accordingly. Maybe it keeps a further distance from there so that its response time could be, could be better. I don't know if I have a, a good idea of how that'll go down, but those are the things that I would expect to see in the near future with autonomous car tech. All right, so moving on, I wanna now talk about the things that I would like to see, things that I would hope for in self-driving cars. So with people not owning cars anymore, then what's gonna happen with garages? We've got these places in our house, these massive rooms in our house, specifically designed to put cars, whether or not people actually use them for that. That's why they're built. So what's gonna happen? I think houses that currently have garages or houses that are currently built, those garages will likely be converted into something else if the family chooses. Maybe they'll just use it to store their junk still like they already do. But maybe they'll turn it into a massive family room or a theater room or a shop of some sort. There's lots of things you could do with that, but ultimately garages I think are gonna be somewhat obsolete. When I was looking at buying a house, we, we were debating between a two-car garage and a three-car garage. And I think in 10 years, a two-car garage is gonna be excessive. People aren't gonna be owning cars as much, so why would you have a spot to put two different cars? And so we might go down to one-car garages for a little while before we're moving on to no garages. Ultimately, ultimately, I think that the home values will go up because of this. Because you'd have more what's called declared space. When you have homes, you've got declared space and undeclared space. Undeclared space being uh, attics and garages and stuff like that. But because you have more declared space, 
you could have more finished space making your house, the square footage of your house, that much bigger. So I think autonomous cars are actually gonna make home values go up significantly. Uh, something else I would like to see are cars designed specifically for road trips. I think it was, yeah, I saw a, a Volvo concept car recently that had a bed built into it. And that's not a new idea. I've seen cars with beds built in for a long time. Uh, I mean, Volkswagen had those, uh, what do you call them, the Westfalia buses, where you, know, you had entire campers in your car. So it's not an unusual thing for a car to have a bed in it. But the idea of a self-driving car with a bed means that that car is specifically designed for road trips which I think is awesome. I would love to drive from California to New York and never have to get out of my car. Not saying I wouldn't get out of my car, but the fact that you don't have to, you could sleep and play games and chat and do you know watch movies, anything you wanna do on this huge drive, maybe have your car hit certain waypoints on the way, see certain things. You could just be sightseeing. Everyone could get the same joy of sightseeing, including the driver. Well, there wouldn't be a driver. Whereas, yeah, right now the driver doesn't can't can't really just like you know enjoy the scenery as they go. They have to they have to pay attention to the road. So I think cars designed for road trips would be so cool. It would open up a whole new market of vehicle, whole new designs. It would just be awesome. I would love to see that. Some. One other thing I would like to see, and we're kind of getting to the end here of this episode, one more thing I would like to see are shipping costs disappearing. Amazon has already mostly taken away shipping costs for like their prime users, or even if you just spend a certain amount. Shipping costs are already going away. I would expect that to go completely away once we get self-driving cars, because you no longer have to pay an employee to drive that delivery vehicle. You can now send these cars out. And yeah, of, of course, at first, these cars are gonna be expensive and shipping costs will cover the cost of the cars. But as production gets further along and self-driving cars are more common, are cheaper, these shipping costs are just gonna plummet. And I would really hope if that's the case. Of course, you might have the larger costs for you know, crates and overseas shipping, but that's a completely different story there. Shipping within the United States, I think, will be free, eventually. So go ahead and tell me what you think. If you have anything that you disagree with me on, I'd like to hear about it. If anything you agree with me on, I'd like to hear about it. If you just want to let me know how I'm doing, tell me that I suck at this, great. Go ahead and send me an email at pioneercrossingpodcast at gmail.com. I do want to make time in every episode, once I start getting responses, to go over some of your emails your theories, what you think might happen. I would love to get more, more input on this. But for now, have a safe drive.